Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, <laughs> a sort of infamous story by Donna Steele, who first shared this one on the podcast in September of 2013. Here's Donna Steele now with a story we call Mother's Little Helper. My mom wanted everyone to think she was really put together. She dressed in the latest fashion. She always made sure her house was really clean, but she was always a little bit off. She would take us to places and dress us up in like top dollar fashion, bows, ties. My brother always had to wear a tie no matter where he went, or khakis and polos. That was another really big thing for her. She would have parties over at our house at least once every couple weeks just to kind of get the neighbors in to see, oh, this is the new couch I bought, or oh, this is the new TV we got. Look at all our fancy things. But my brother and I saw a different side to my mother. For example, she could tell the difference between Coca-Cola from one McDonald's location, like on Parham Road, to the other McDonald's location, which was all the way on Gaskins. If it wasn't from McDonald's, she would know. If you got it from Wendy's or Burger King, she would flip out, flip out. And if you wouldn't go get her a Coke, like if she was in the middle of something, she would whine. Donna, Ashley, please go get me a Coke. I need it. I really need a Coke. I haven't had one for dinner yet. Please go get me one. But make sure it's from McDonald's. Now, it was around Thanksgiving. Holiday spirit was high, and we decided to go shopping. On our way there, she pleaded for a Coke. So we stopped by McDonald's, got her a Coke. We went to the mall. 
We went to the Levi's store to get some jeans. We pick up a few pants, we walk back into the fitting room. Now the fitting room had a line of about 20 people to get in and two employees that were hiding behind this big stack of jeans. The fitting rooms themselves were really close together, each of them about the size of a closet and there was just three of them on each side. We finally get into the fitting room. I go on one side, she goes on the other and I'm starting to pull my pants up around my knees to try on this pair and I hear this And I thought to myself, man, that just sounds like a gas leak or something. I wonder if everything's okay. But I don't really think anything of it. I continue to try on my pants. And then I hear this plop, plop, plip, plip, plippity, plop, 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 plippity, plippity. And I said, that sounds really weird. That sounds like solid hitting a liquid. But I don't think anything of it. I just continue to button my pants, zip them up. But this goes on for about 30 seconds, nonstop. This plippity, plop, plippity, plip, plop, 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 plop. Finally, my curiosity gets the best of me. I open the door to my fitting room to go check it out. I hear my mom calling me. Don Ashley, Don Ashley, Don Ashley, in a complete panic. So I go to push open the door. It abruptly stops after about five inches. I have to like kind of squeeze my face in and I'm hit with this wall of stench. And then I see my mother crouching in the corner of the fitting room. She's braced in the corner against the walls, squatting down with her pants around her ankles. And that damn McDonald's cup, which is one of those like extra large McDonald's cups, and there's shit spray around the cup, and there's like a little puddle next to it. I think she got the majority of it in the cup, but there was definitely some like a little bit on the walls, on her legs. And I just kept looking down at this mess and looking back at my mom's face, which was just like despair and embarrassment. And I said, mom, what did you do? What is this? And she said, Don Ashley, I really need you to take this cup. I get it out of the fitting room. I can't do it. I'm too embarrassed. I can't walk it out there. I just need you to throw it away. I said, mom, I can't do that. I really appreciate all those times that you cleaned up my diapers and my vomit, but this is a whole new level. I cannot carry your cup of poop through a crowd of 70 people to throw it away. In my mind, I just imagined myself taking this cup out and tripping or running into someone and just pee and poop just go spraying all over their clothes, all over the stack of brand new Levi's pants. It was not good. I was scared. I was just really, really scared. And I tell my mom, I, I really can't. And then she starts crying. So I grabbed the cup and she put the lid on it for me, which was very nice of her. And I started walking out into the Levi's store. Like as soon as she gave me the cup, I could feel the wetness on my hand where she had kind of missed. And I didn't want to know if it was urine or poop. Like I just blocked my mind from knowing what was on my hand. And I kept walking, I kept walking a little bit more and then the warmth kicked in. And it was as if I had picked up a puppy and you know that like really like, oh, you're so warm, I want to cuddle with you, but the exact opposite. And then the smell kicked in and I knew I was gonna throw up at this point. 
But the only hope was that I saw the trash can right outside of the glass doors into the main part of the mall. I was like maybe two feet from it. So I just sucked it up and I went and I started to open the door and I heard this beep, 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 beep. And I looked down and my pants were unbuttoned and my zipper was undone and my jeans were too small for me. And there was a sensor on the side of my pants. I realized they weren't my pants. <laughs> Three employees started walking over to me and they were very sweet. They just asked, ma'am, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Can we do anything for you? I didn't know what to do. I just said, I I'm so sorry. I really need to just go throw this cup away into that trash can right there. You can watch me. I'm not going to steal these pants. They're too small for me. I have no use for them. Just let me throw this cup away. I'll come right back in. Ma'am, I'm sorry. Um, that's against our policy. We can take the cup from you and throw it away behind the counter if you'd like. I said, oh, no, no, no. I can throw it away behind the counter. I don't want you to have to touch my garbage. Like, please, I'll just throw it away for you. No, no big deal. Ma'am, I'm sorry. That's also against our policy. Um, we actually have to throw everything behind the counter. You can't go back there. Then I see it. One of the only male employees starts to sniff around, look at the cup, and this look of just disgust filled his face. And then it trickled into the other two employees who both started sniffing around, like not knowing what's going on. And before I just have to come clean and tell them what's happening and what's inside of this McDonald's cup, I see my mom coming from the fitting room. And as she's walking toward me, she's pushing through all the people and just gasps are following her to the front of the store. People are shocked. People are horrified. She gets to me. She grabs the cup. She says, Donna, Ashley, go get your things. Go put your pants on. We're leaving. She walks outside of the store. And as she's walking away, I look at the back of her bright white linen pants. And there is just a huge brown smear going from her butt to her ankles and it looked like you had taken like a fudge sundae and just smeared it all over her butt all down her legs and then taken more fudge and thrown it on top but then like threw some corn and like peas in it too she walks outside of the Levi store and <laughs> sits on the bench that is right next to the trash can facing the store I run back to the fitting room, get my things, put my pants on, run back outside with my head down. I don't want anyone to see my embarrassment. I'm beet red. I'm sweating uncontrollably. Like, I just want to get home at this point. So I met my mom outside of the Levi's store and we start to walk to the car. And I'm a good 10 feet away from her, but I know where she is because I can smell the stench that's coming off her pants. She casually looks in the Hallmark store. She's looking in the Disney store. She's window shopping, taking her sweet time getting to her car. Mind you, while all this is happening, she still has the cup that's filled with her feces in her hands, walking around Short Pump Mall like she doesn't give a shit, you know? We finally get to the car. We get in. We haven't said a word to each other at all. She sets the cup in the cup holder and, you know, she says, oh, I think that it'll be better if we throw it away at home. That way, you know, it won't stink up a trash can. It won't harm the mall at all. So it's smelling up our car along with the poop that's covering her. I have all the windows rolled down. My head is outside of the window. I'm trying to like gulp in fresh air because I know I'm going to get sick. And then my mom just nonchalantly asked me, Don Ashley, do you want to stop and get something for dinner? Are you hungry? 
I'm like, mom, no, I just want to go home. I just, I'm so, I just, let me go home. Like, I'm not hungry. I'm good until like tomorrow or the next day. She goes, are you sure? We can just stop by Martin's and get some steaks. Doesn't that sound good? Does she want some steaks? I'll just grill them up when we get home. At this point, <laughs> the idea of steaks and all the stuff that's on her makes me sick. But I stop myself because I realize that the stench, if I throw up into the car, is going to be triple worse if I was to do that. I just am thinking to myself, man, of all the ways that my mom isn't put together, this is the worst. Like, she can't make it to a proper bathroom to just relieve herself. Like, why can't she do this? We would go on road trips when I was little, and every single road trip, every year, she would shit her pants in the car, in her pants, on our seats. I think we replaced our upholstery in our car at least 10 times. A fortune went into this. My mom has no shame of like asking my brother and I to help her out with her bowel functions, but this is the first time she's ever done this in public in front of other people and not in the privacy of her own seven family members. It amazes me how my mom continuously wants people to think that she's all put together and how she's able to do it even when she's a complete mess. I mean, it's almost as if everyone around her are the only people that are being upset by this and getting their panties in a bunch. She's perfectly fine with, you know, whether she's gotten to something that's super embarrassing or got a DUI. No matter what, she still has this image of like, yeah, I got my shit together, no big deal. And I think because of that, I definitely have like a newfound respect for her. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.